0: Welcome to another edition of Into the Net FC, the greatest football podcast in the history of the world, run by yours truly, Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas. And ladies and gentlemen, another day, another stumble for none other than Manchester City. Before I get into this, first of all, let me give a huge shout out to none other than Tegan Knox, one of the greatest female pro wrestlers that I have ever seen in my life as a wrestling fan. And my shout out today is because a few weeks ago, Tegan Knox unfortunately had to deal with the wrath of some disgusting fans who decided that it was a good idea to make some very, very despicable comments about her, particularly body shaming. And I am proud to say that Tegan Knox stood up for herself in such a brilliant way. Tegan, shout out to you. You keep fighting. Forget the haters. You are strong. You are living a hell of a successful life. Tegan, I know what it's like to be body shamed. I know what it's like to be bullied. And the way you stood up to that, that's inspiring. Tegan, keep doing what you do. I am a huge fan. And you know what? If some by freak of luck, if you happen to be listening to this... Keep doing what you do, Tegan. Shout out to you. Way to stand up to the hate. Keep doing it. I'm proud of you, Tegan. I'm proud of you. Anyway, now to business. And I I really had to get this off my chest because, look, I'll be honest with you. All the bullying that I have endured since I was a little kid, to this day, the pain and the trauma, it still takes a huge toll as far as my mental health goes. In other words, what I experienced, what I endured, what I suffered as a child—it still hurts today. It does. So when it, when I see it happen to somebody that I respect, somebody that I'm friends with, you know, it gets to me. So anyway, because you know, obviously me having a podcast, obviously I've had more than my fair share of people commenting, commenting and saying horrible things and. You know, and sometimes you, you you do your best not to let it get to your head, but sometimes there's people that say the most disgusting things. You know, it really lights a fire under your belly. So, anyway. Well, speaking of uh, a fire being lit under a belly, uh, I can only imagine how, what Pep Guardiola must be going through right now. I mean, it's not specifically what Pep Guardiola is going through, but specifically what Manchester City is going through because... Manchester City has dropped, well, I shouldn't say dropped, but the last couple of games in, in, in the Premier League, is specifically uh, well, specifically at home, it, is not, it, it, just has not, it has not ended with three points. I believe, so basically, now that I'm looking at it, and this is in Premier League play. Now, today they drew against Crystal Palace, but previously there was a 3-3 to draw against Tottenham, which I did an episode on. I mean, that's when Erling Haaland lost his mind. And of course a uh, a few uh, uh, the week prior it was the game at home against Liverpool. So, and speaking of Erling Haaland, he actually once again was not in the lineup today against Crystal Palace. According to numerous sources, he's actually dealing with an injury. Hmm. Uh, oh, man, yeah, cuz you know Gold.com, 7 hours, you know, there's a it's revealed that he's working with the quote miracle man fitness trainer in Spain, so, I honestly was not aware that Erling Haaland was dealing with an injury, you know, at at first I thought that, you know, I I thought at first, you know, because he was not in the game against, uh, against uh, Aston Villa, if I'm correct, he was not in the starting lineup against Aston Villa, I'm actually double checking, I know, he actually was, actually, no, he was against Aston Villa, but, I, th- I think there was, there was another game that he wasn't in. I think it was the game against. Uh, it, it was the uh, game against Luton Town. So I thought at first, you know, like you know, when he wasn't there, I thought, okay, maybe he's suspended from that thing with Tottenham. But now there was never an announcement. I mean, if Erling Holland was to be have sus- was was to have been suspended from that altercation uh, in the game against Tottenham, yeah, we would have. I would have known about it. It it, it would have trended on all over social media, including Twitter, which now is called X. But it's always going to be called. It's always going to be Twitter, anyway. So from what from what I understand, you know, and, and Manchester City is still you know sitting um, in fourth place. Now they're only two points uh, below Arsenal for second place, and of course they're only three points uh, behind Liverpool. And of course Liverpool is on top of the Premier League. So, you know, but, but honestly, the fact that Manchester City, you know, selling for draws in, in their last three. Um, in their last three uh, games at home in Premier League play, you well, know, it's not only that, but Manchester City has just been—they've been conceding a lot of goals. The last time they actually, the last time Manchester City kept a clean sheet was November seventh in that Champions League match against Young Boys. Now, in Premier League play, the last time they kept a clean sheet was against Manchester United on the road. So. So, you know, after that after that uh that, excuse me, that clean sheet against uh Young Boys in the, in a Champions League group stage match, there was that four to four draw against Chelsea, then the one one draw against Liverpool, but you know, and, and then after that, you know, winning three to two in the next Champions League match, and then that three three draw against Tottenham, and that one nothing loss to Aston Villa, and then there was the two to one loss uh, excuse me, the two to one win over Lutontown Followed by a three to two win again in Champions League play, and this time this is the two to two draw against Tottenham. So the bottom line is Manchester City has been giving up a lot of goals, a lot of goals. The deep, I'm telling you, the defense Manchester City's defense is just. I mean, the cracks in that defense are just becoming larger. I mean, like more the crack is just growing. I mean, all of a sudden Manchester City's defense is not dangerous. I mean, I don't. I really, honestly, don't know what's going on. You know, sir. It's just, you know, I mean, and check this out. I should mention that Manchester City has failed to win three consecutive Premier League Premier League home games for the first time since Pep Guardiola took over as manager for the club. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's just hard to exactly. Understand. I mean, the bottom line is, I understand that Manchester City right now is just having some issues, but they've. I mean, I don't know if if the previous issues the last couple of years have ever been this deep, but again, clearly Manchester City is a team that when they're in a, in a predicament, they somehow, someway, always find a way out. But but the last the last couple of weeks have just been, you know, again, I mean, they've gotten some wins, but still, I mean. The fact that Aston Villa kept a clean sheet against Manchester City, I mean, that's actually pretty amazing considering Erling Haaland was actually starting, starting that game. I mean, Erling Haaland, you know, was deployed as the sole number nine, as the striker, and Aston Villa kept a clean sheet. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you're Aston Villa, I mean, that, that's huge. I mean, the fact that you know Aston Villa even kept Manchester City to two shots on target and Manchester City failed to capitalize on both, man. But this particular game against Crystal Palace, I mean, the fact that Manchester City blew a two-goal lead, that that's gotta be, that's gotta be the bigger fire right now. I mean, that's that, that that probably what adds fire to that, excuse me, adds gasoline to that fire. You know, I mean, again, and the fact that Manchester City coughed up a penalty in the closing seconds of the game when Phil Foden fouled. I mean, I don't exactly remember who it is that he fouled, but, but when Phil Foden fouled that player, huh. you know, you know what? it's interesting enough that VAR, the video assistant referee, played a major toll on Manchester City because at least two goals were actually reviewed by VAR. One of them ended up being approved, it was confirmed, while the other one took it away. The first time when Jack Grealish scored, that one was reviewed and it was, uh, it was confirmed. The second time, I believe it was Julian Alvarez who supposedly scored uh, off of a free kick. But, well, free kick and then it then was ruled uh, way offside big time. And I'm not sure if the third one by Rick scored by Rico Lewis. I, I think, actually, no, that one actually was VR, Yeah, so both goals scored by Manchester City were, were reviewed by the video assistant referee. I mean, the fact that even a third time that a goal was taken away, I mean, you see, I mean, all that rhetoric right now, all the anti-VER rhetoric, I mean, again, more gasoline being poured into what's already a huge, dangerous fire. I mean, you bring in all these ingredients, again, Manchester City blowing a two-goal lead, Manchester City missing out on too many opportunities because the fact that Manchester City, again, again, goal.com says they missed three. But I always, see, I always see something different than like what Goal sees, and I see that as, as, a, uh, as a missed opportunity. But the bottom line is, whether Goal.com says it's three, missed opportun- three big sm- missed opportunities, whether I say it's five, the bottom line is, the, the minimum three is already way too much. And regardless of whether it's three big chances missed, whether it's five, the bottom line is, Manchester City missed out on scoring opportunities, and that is what ultimately led to their demise in this one. Now granted it could have been worse. I mean Manchester City could have easily dropped all the points, I mean. But man, it just I mean, I'm I'm telling you, I mean, and honestly, I I think you know with, with the frustrating, you know, defense as well and with everything going on, it it just seems like the players are frustrated right now and this is really just affecting their motivation and everything. So I mean, I mean this is difficult for for Pep Guardiola as well. Now I'm not saying that Manchester City is on the way to a downward spiral. Not at all. I mean, in fact, I'll be honest with you. I honestly believe that they will get their act together. I mean, they're probably just going through a, a bit of a rough period. But Manchester City goes through that from time to time. So, but still, I mean, Manchester City now, they re- they really do got to get that act together. I mean, so, you know, looking at it, you know, seeing the two different formations. You know, you see Manchester City go with four defenders Two midfielders, three forwards, and a sole striker, and you deploy Julian Alvarez as the sole striker. And behind him, you have Graylish, Foden, and Bernardo Silva. And Crystal Palace counters with five defenders, four midfielders, and one lone striker. So, wow, and and the and the I mean, this is a brilliant way to counter Manchester City's dangerous attack. You have five defenders and four midfielders. I mean, that's the way to basically set up a huge wall to contain that dangerous attack. So, massive props to Crystal Palace for utilizing a formation to really counter Pep Guardiola's dangerous attack. Now, some would say if Erling Haaland had played, things would have have turned out different. I'm not going to say that it definitely would have. I mean, look... Maybe it would have. I mean, sure. I mean, anything could have happened. Anything could happen with Erling Holland, you know, uh, playing. But let's keep in mind. I mean, there's. I mean, Aston Villa again kept a clean sheet against Manchester City, and, and uh, Erling Holland was playing. So, yeah. So you, <laughs> you bring up that talking point now again. The, the the problem is, you know, Manchester City. You know, perhaps if if they had been able to capitalize on their opportunities, they probably wouldn't have been. Only up by two, only up by two to one. Maybe they would have been up more. So, so really, in Manchester City's case, perhaps it shouldn't have come down to that. Now, again, the penalty by Foden. Now, as the announcer said, I mean, Foden probably didn't anticipate the fitness and how that player that he fouled was going to uh, take, you know, could go in his direction or whatnot. I mean, unfortunately, Phil Foden. Some would say he was probably at the wrong place at the wrong time. I mean, again. You can, I, I can honestly come up with all the possible theories, but bottom line is it was a clear foul, and Manchester City obviously. I mean that that that, that was honestly worse worse timing. So you know, and unfortunately, you know Manchester City, Manchester City had to pay the consequences. So, uh, so as far as I'm concerned, you know, just, it, it just was just another bad day in the office for Manchester City, but. But now the, the 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 growing level of concern is just you know it's solidified you know five blocked shots you know well I mean for Manchester City you know five blocked shots but again all the big chances that were missed it's it, it's it, it's absolutely you know it's it, it's a bit repugnant you know especially for Manchester City considering that they they basically have seventy four percent ball possession and and a total of nine nineteen shots overall so I mean. <clears throat> Not only that but you, you you mentioned you know nine you know check this out nine shots on target for Manchester City on this one nine shots on target according to gold.com ah oh, you know I mean again another ingredient that only basically causes more fuel to be dumped into that fire nine shots on target by Manchester City and they could not make them count they only made two of them count but still. The majority of them, they couldn't make it count, so that's, what, that's that. They could not make them count. So, the opportunities missed, you know, not able to convert, def- defensive struggles. Manchester City just doesn't look like the Manchester City that we're used to seeing. In other words, Manchester City right now is just simply not being themselves. And if they're, be- if they're, if they're, gonna, if they're looking to get out of this jam, well, they got to do it immediately. Now, looking at Manchester City's schedule moving forward, now they have the Club World Cup semi-final coming up in a, in three days, and then they got that home uh, game against Brentford before they go on the road to take on Everton, and they got Sheffield United, and then they got the FA Cup, you know, continuing. So Manchester City's schedule moving forward, you know, honestly, is heavily in their favor. But again, Aston Villa pulled off the upset, but now do I see Brentford pulling off the upset against Manchester City? No. Do I see Everton? No. Sheffield United? No. But again, still, even if Manchester City were, were to win these games by a margin of just one goal, and if if they were to win like, if Manchester City beat Brentford three to two, and same thing with Everton, I mean, still, I mean that that, that brings up more concern because you know they're conceding more goals, and that's just basically again showing that they have some massive struggles on defense. So, not only that, I mean. The Champions League uh knockout stage, you know, is going to be is going to begin uh not long from now. So, yeah, Manchester City's got a lot of adjustments to make and they got to do it quick. They've got to do it quick. And I'll say it right now, honestly, I say they got to do it quick. Uh-uh, correction. They have to do it right now. Right now. There is no time to waste. No time to waste. No time to waste. So Pep Guardiola and the players, they have got to get it together. And of course, they're going to need Erling Holland, but you know what? Manchester City, Manchester City is going to have to figure out a way to deal with it as long as Holland is out. I don't even know what kind of injury Erling Holland is dealing with. I mean, again, I wasn't even, I wasn't even aware that he was injured until you know, before I did this episode as I was doing my research, preparing my notes. But still, Manchester City has got to formulate a plan. They have to right the wrongs. They've got to make the necessary adjustments. And they have to do it immediately. If they don't, well, who knows what's going to happen. N- fail to win the Premier League. Fail, you know, fail to de- basically fail to defend their, their Champions League title. And be eliminated in, in a very embarrassing fashion. Yeah. The consequences will be ghastly if Manchester City does not get their act together. But I do believe that they will. So maybe, 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 just maybe. There's no need re- to, need to overreact. As some people probably believe that I'm overreacting right now. But again... Manchester City has just not been themselves lately, and, well, that's not good. Not good at all, unless you're you're supporters of certain clubs, but still. Yeah, anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. So please do me a favor. Hit the subscribe button, and please be sure that you hit the notification bell. That way, I know for sure that you're not going to be missing out on any exciting upcoming content. Thank you very, very much, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good one, happy holidays, and God bless.